This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you're new to the show, I read articles from rock star real estate investors every single day. Because we know you don't always have time for long podcast episodes or audiobooks. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Meet Rent App, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, Rent App uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. Rent App setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say Rent App is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. Rent App, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app/landlord. That's rent dot app slash landlord. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Seven tips and tools for thriving as a real estate investor in any market by David Bitten. Can you win in any market? No seasoned real estate investor would deny the importance of keeping up with macro and micro market conditions. Ignore either, and you don't really stand a chance. With that said, Lately, conversations of a downturning market have swallowed up evergreen advice. In fact, new data suggests that investor home buying fell 46% year over year in Q4. So, it feels like not enough is being said about tried and true strategies, principles, and tools. Why does this matter? It's these very strategies that are invaluable for being successful in any market, whether that be to maximize your profits, Reduce the energy spent managing your rentals and reduce stress. Streamline systems and processes to save time. Anticipate issues or roadblocks by preparing in advance. Getting a read on a changing market is vital to the success of your portfolio. But there's a lot you can do now that will help you be a more successful investor, whether the market goes this way or that. But before we start, let's talk about what we won't cover today. Besides obvious tips. I know you've read a billion articles with those, listened to a billion podcasts, and you're pretty tired of it. The things include consider your local market, maintaining a property, choosing the right property. If you were looking for general boring tips like those, then I'm sorry to disappoint you today, but there are plenty of other podcasts and articles and everything you can read on biggerpockets.com and listen to on all the other podcasts. They all cover those things. Instead, today, we'll be talking about more creative 
but still kind of evergreen, tips that aren't so obvious. Some may ride that line, but the reason I include them is because I feel there's something that's often missed about the topic. While you're bound to have heard some of the tips I'm going to cover before, if you're a seasoned investor, my goal is to give you something new and actionable you can take with you to actually improve your business, no matter how long you've been investing. Ready? Let's talk about it. Number one. Expand your networking opportunities beyond just agents and investors. All right, as a real estate investor, the value of connecting with other investors who may be able to fund your deals or be a partner on a project is absolutely clear. Connecting with local agents who can find you deals you're willing to invest in, yeah, also straightforward and something you've likely already done as well. Good on you. And you've probably already tried or actively participated in local networking events and groups. Also good. But one area I've seen investors at times not take full advantage of is connecting with other local professionals, such as title companies and officers, contractors and loan officers. Depending on the types of deals you do, there are many other people that play a vital role in the process of buying and selling real estate that you can benefit from. Don't be shy about it either. These are mutually beneficial relationships that can and will bring you deals and them business. Number two, factor vacancy rates into your overhead. Handling vacancies is just a part of managing rentals. If you've been at the game for a while, you know that. How landlords handle vacancies, however, can vary greatly. The most important thing you can do is make sure you have funds put aside for vacancies, which allows you to have a way to immediately turn around and market the property, get an inspection done, get the unit cleaned, all without having to worry about it affecting your bottom line for that month. The most common numbers thrown around are 5 to 15% of your gross monthly rent, with 10% for vacancies being conventional wisdom. However, you're going to need to figure out what numbers kind of work best for you, depending on factors such as your market and the type of properties you're renting. Some landlords don't like putting anything aside at all, in some cases just using a line of credit to handle surprise expenses. But yeah, that's risky and needs to be handled properly to not incur additional debt. Number three, find a great property management company that matches your style. If you're newer to real estate investing, contracting a property management company could save hundreds of hours per month. And your sanity. That's important too. Maybe even more important. <laughs> if you're a seasoned investor, however, you may have had a bad experience with a property management company, dropped them, and never given it another try. The problem with hiring a property manager is that they're like any other partner in your business. You need to mesh well. If you don't, not going to work. Not every property management business operates the same way, of course. Some companies will have a process that works for you, while you may clash with others. Also, every property management firm is run by, you guessed it, people. Some of those people you'll click with, others you absolutely won't. You should read up on how to find a property manager that works for you and then take some time to learn what you should be looking for before trying a few out. You can find that article and a lot more at biggerpockets.com. Number four, 
screen tenants fully, and don't be afraid to turn someone down. Sometimes you gotta take what you can get. I get that. However, in many markets, you can and probably should be a bit pickier than you typically are in how you select tenants. A better tenant will save you an immense amount of time and money over the course of a lease. They'll lead to fewer calls, issues, and of course, more time. It may be worth waiting a bit longer than you typically would to see if you can find someone that is a better fit. Make sure to run full background checks too, not just criminal background and credit reports. Use a service like TransUnion's SmartMove that offers access to unique reports such as eviction history, income insights, resident score system. Doing so will give you a fuller picture of whether that applicant is a good fit, leading to fewer tenant issues over the long run. Number five, expand your tool belt to include creative financing tools. If you've dipped your toes into creative financing already, you'll know there are a variety of ways you can find and make profitable deals that are outside of the typical process. When the market changes, what worked before may not work any longer or for a period of time. Some types of deals are mainstays in every market, but how hot they are is another story. Still, others you may want to stay away from altogether depending on market conditions. Short-term rentals aren't always hot, for example. Neither are fix and flips, depending on what kind of deals you typically do and your market. To help combat that and allow you to find more deals that make sense based on what you're looking for and find ways to grab properties you otherwise wouldn't be able to, you can sometimes use creative financing. This includes a variety of strategies such as seller financing, subject to, and certain hybrid approaches. Creative financing is a whole different beast. So there really isn't enough space here in this podcast to dive into the details. But you can start with a couple of articles at biggerpockets.com. Number six, systematize as much of your process as possible. You need to work to streamline and systematize your process in every way possible. That includes how you choose which properties to invest in, renovate your properties, manage your properties, collect rent, and more. Time saved is money saved, and the more you widen your margins, the more likely you are to be able to make a particular deal and property profitable. The other benefit to systematizing? You can teach a team. If you have a few dozen doors and you still don't have more than a VA on your team, you're probably keeping things too close to the chest. Systematizing saves you time and money and can even make it easier to expand your reach into further markets. Number seven, invest in property management software. I know if you've been doing this for a while, then any change to your process can feel like nails to a chalkboard. I'm sure that's how Blockbuster felt when they turned down buying Netflix for just 50 million bucks too. What's my point? Change is almost always uncomfortable, but adapting is necessary for survival. And what has been one of the biggest upgrades to the portfolio and property management process in the past two decades? Property management software. Gone are the days of spreadsheets and notepads, and in their place have arrived streamlined, centralized, and simplified systems that make everything easier to locate and track, a variety of tasks take less time than they used to, make more possible with less effort. Not every property management tool is created equal, though, 
but most tools will help you in a variety of useful ways and areas, such as rent collection and late fees, listing, screening, and leasing, maintenance and tenant communication, and a whole lot more. Let's wrap things up for today with just a couple more thoughts. The number of great tools, resources, and wisdom out there is absolutely limitless. You truly can make it in any market if you know how to play it. Some factors are outside of your control, but by building out your toolbox, you'll have more opportunities to build a successful portfolio in a way that works for you. One of the best tools we've found at DoorLoop, after speaking with thousands of landlords, is simply knowledge and information. Whether that's knowing about landlord-tenant laws, how to properly evict a tenant, or access to documents such as forms, checklists, and applications. That's why we put together an all-resources zip file with all of our best checklists, templates, and other resources. It includes, get this, a collection of checklists such as an apartment maintenance checklist, deep cleaning checklist, sales and negotiations, and an HOA audit checklist lease agreements and rental forms for every state, landlord reference letter, introduction letter, termination letter, chart of accounts template, a residential property questionnaire to find out how happy your tenants are and where you can improve, security deposit return letter, and way more. Being a successful real estate investor in any market is a tall claim I know, but you've never had more access to better information than right now. Make the most of everything, and don't be afraid to reach out to your fellow investors for advice and guidance. That's this Tuesday's show. What do you want to hear more of? Shoot us an email at podcast at biggerpockets.com to let us know. Thanks for spending time with us, and I'll be back tomorrow. No, really. If I'm not back tomorrow, something's seriously wrong.